My name is Jeff Ingber. I'm an ex-international table tennis player who's played in world championships, European championships, won several gold medals at the Maccabea. And in fact, I, I think I have the honor of playing in seven consecutive uh, Maccabeas, you know, every four years, that is. And I actually competed in 1993 or 94 in also another Maccabea where I played table tennis and squash. Wow, that because really? in, the, in, the, in those days I was playing squash. What, in 93? Yeah, yeah, in 93. Not that long ago. I yeah. didn't do too well at the table, that was a disappointment. <laughs> you know why? I'll tell you, because everything mm. changed with the, mm. with the type of bats that they were using. Yeah. Oh, right. and, and that made a whole difference to the game. Mm. So the game that I played, which was a game of control and skill mm. and like chess, like he, he said, it was like that. You had to think out, pick, find your opponent's weaknesses and plug him mm. there and, 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 and beat him in that way. And I used to do that. I was good at uh, sorting out the, mm. the, those things. But it, it, nothing was easy. You had to mm. put a lot of time in, mm. and uh, you had to use a, a, not only skill, but intelligence. Mm. And uh, I mean, you've got a, a lot of players who were very spectacular, you know, mm. like, like these big hitters at the tennis. But they didn't seem to make the grade and come mm. through because uh, they were inclined to make mistakes, you know. If you look mm. at Andy Murray, he doesn't make mistakes. You know, to win a point against him, you've got to, uh, it's got to be a special shot. So my game was control, right? Uh, and therefore, I didn't make mistakes. So in, in order to beat me, you'd have to do something special mm. to, win a, to win a point. So you say you were very consistent. Very consistent, mm. and uh, that was really my forte. When did you start to play and why then? I started to play as a junior. I played at my Hebrew school, the Cheda. I played there in the shed and all the kids used to enjoy competing against each other. And that would have been, I would say that would have been 1946, I was about 11. And when I was 12, uh, from that point onwards, I, I was playing for, uh, uh, you know, in a regular league matches. Mm. And then I, I played at the age of 12 in the English Open Championships, which was held in Manchester at a big amusement park with a very big entry and a lot of foreign players, and I played in the juniors, the junior singles. Well, was it because your uncle played and it, no, oh, what, not no, really. just the thing to do? I No, it was, everybody played table tennis in those days, and, and particularly amongst the Jewish yeah. members, you know, the public, they all used to have somebody in the family playing, and, and, and it was very popular. Uh, and also, it was a very cheap game. And that, it wasn't like golf where you had to buy expensive clubs mm. and a bag and uh, all, the, all the equipment. Table tennis, you bought a bat. It cost you, in, uh, well, I remember my bat that I played in the World Championships in 59 cost me 10 and sixpence, which is 52 and a half P today's yeah, money. In today's money, but yeah, of course that yeah. was much more then. Well, wasn't it? 10 and 6, yeah. It, was, it wasn't a lot of money, though. It, no, it, I mean, it you, was you very got... cheap. But the, the fact was that everything was cheap connected mm. with it. The mm. table was provided by the club. The, the balls were very cheap. You got three, three uh, best balls for a pound. Mm. Now I think they're, they're about, uh, I don't know, maybe two or three pounds each. But it wasn't every Jewish boy who had the aptitude, so was it soon clear well, that you no. were good? Uh, I was keen, and also I'd been to see an exhibition when I was a boy because my school was in the centre of Manchester. So I, I went on the way home to the, the bus station. I went into a, a store called Lewis's, 
which was a big store on the main shopping street, Market Street, and there was a table tennis exhibition. So that was the first time I'd ever seen really good players who were playing together. And uh, that really encouraged me, you know, and, and uh, sort of triggered me off. And I, from that point onwards, I was uh, playing on a regular basis. Howard kind of shows it in the novel as a passport to uh, not exactly fame and glory, but perhaps, you know, playing mixed doubles with the girls, getting to see at least a bit of Britain. You, were, you didn't just go to Britain, well, you went to I China. I was travelling, yeah. yes, but, but even as a junior, I played as a junior mm. international, mm. and uh, I went to France, and I also went to Sweden, where we did like, uh, I think it was possibly a two-week tour, you know, mm. Sweden and Norway, and uh, competed in a junior to tournament there and of course the Swedes were very very good you know so we were uh, struggling a little bit you know mm -hmm. but it was extremely enjoyable and also a chance to see another country that was my first trip abroad in those days we'd just come out of the war you know it was 1951 mm -hmm. so really we were still on rations there and everything was all the food was plentiful mm -hmm. and very nice you know Scandinavian food so it was extremely enjoyable, you know, and yeah. very, very lovely memories, yeah. Well, nowadays, you yeah. know, people think nothing of going to Sweden, but we have to see that was a massive deal for a, a kid of your for age. a kid, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was indeed, and, and it was very well organised, and uh, there were many spectators and a lot of interest in the press about it. Apparently, I was very tiny in those days. Mm. I mean, I'm not very tall now, but, but in those days, I was very, very short, and uh, they called me diminutive. <laughs> You know, because my head just about came over the table. Now, Howard says one of the reasons that the yeah. uh, it was a popular game was that yes. Jewish mothers felt their children wouldn't get injured. If you think about it, table tennis, <laughs> you're on the opposite side of the table. Mm -hmm. uh, well, similar to tennis in a way, on the other side of the nets and something your opponents are there. Right. But with table tennis, there was no physical contact. And on that basis, not like rugby or, or, or football, where it's, a, it's very physical, and even more so now than ever before. And also, it's been acclaimed as an aerobic sport. So all the medical reports say that you should play because it's good for we you. We should all you know. take it up. Yeah, yeah, now, what yeah. about these mixed doubles? Did you play those? I did, and I, I played. This, the, the other terrific experience I had was, was, was playing in that also 1961, and I played with a lady from, from uh, Leeds in Yorkshire. And we played it, we got to the final of the English Open uh, mixed doubles competition, which was held at the Royal Albert Hall. So that was a wonderful experience play, play, playing in front of 3,000 people. We just lost, but mm -hmm. even if I say so myself, I, I was uh, on, on top form in that final. You did yeah. your best. Played very well, yes, yeah. yes. Now, we just lost. We lost to two Hungarians. Yeah. Was it a good way of meeting girls, then? Meeting girls? Um, well, yes, I suppose I did, yes. I met one or two <laughs> along, the, along the lines, yes, mm. here and there. and uh, But uh, nothing serious, you know. Mm. But uh, certainly girls that I could take out and mm. maybe attractive girls and so on. Mm. And there was one or two uh, girls who played who were attractive and appealing. See, you know. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. You mean some of the girls who play were good looking, but you were a babe magnet, as we'd call it now, well, because you were there playing and you, you were the hero, weren't you? The sporting well, hero. Well, I would. So you attracted the women. I mean, I suppose I had some nice write ups, you know, where mm. people uh, saying a lot of nice things about me, but. Mm. Uh, 
I suppose when I was younger, you know, I might have been, well, you can see what I look like there, yeah. you know. You know well, yeah. pretty gorgeous. Well, there, yeah. I'm all right. I mean, I mm. wish I looked like that now, but unfortunately, <laughs> age look, catches up with everything. I think you look pretty good. We were looking at some cuttings yeah. of you, and um, yes. you, you, there's a very nice one of you yes. smiling away and um, wearing shorts as, as your, your diminutive well, schoolboy self. Look, if you yeah. look at that one there, yeah. that picture there, you'll yeah. see I'm the only one wearing shorts. Mm. Yes. So there's a whole case yes. here of actually your cuts, a whole frame, just just to cuttings about you. A yes. no, wonderful cartoon of you done by an Israeli cartoonist, right. Z. Z. Yes, what yes. year would that have been? That would have been probably 19... Uh, 61 when I won the gold medal in Israel wow. but I won it in 57 also that was four years previously mm. and uh, in 61 mm. playing in the Hilton Hotel I had my, my best tournament because mm. it was a very big entry of all international players from from France and from Germany and from uh, you know all over the world around the world and, uh, and that's in Israel is that it? was in Israel yeah. in in Tel Aviv mm -hmm. and and the Hilton Hotel in Tel Aviv hosted the um, the Maccabee games so, so and I won, I won in the final very wow. very tough match Gosh. and one of my I must tell you this one of my nicest experiences was being congratulated after I'd won the tournament mm -hmm. which was strangely enough against another English player who developed a very unusual style and uh, I was able to cope with it and, and just about beat him. And the guy came along and he said, that was the finest match I've ever seen. And, he, and I said, well, who am I talking to? He said, well, actually, he said, I'm not a table tennis player. He was a very tall guy. He said, I, I, I was a, a, a tennis player. I said, really? I said, uh, well, tell me your name. He said, well, you probably never heard of me, but he said, I did win Wimbledon in 1952. Mm. I said, well, I said, I recall a guy called Dick Savitz winning, he said, that's me. Oh. <laughs> wow. So it was a great thrill mm. to be complimented by a man like that, mm. you know, with a lot of... It's like me, I watch the tennis now and I understand what's going on. Mm. And I play tennis, you know, so, uh, you know, it, it's easy to identify with, yeah. yeah so that was a Jewish oh, yes. tennis champion. Yeah, yeah, so he was a Jewish uh, champion, mm. Savitz. We're looking at a Dunlop bat which says Barna on it. Yeah, Barna, yes. Oh. Well, Barna was actually uh, a player who st stayed in England uh, just before the Second World War in the late 1930s and um, stayed on here and became the England captain. And I had the pleasure of uh, serving under him in many tournaments, world championships and European championships and matches, you know, like going to Leipzig in mm. Eastern Germany. Oh, really? I was all around the world. Oh, we played in Russia, was, mm. you know. So he, he was a captain and uh, uh, obviously with his knowledge and uh, his experience, he was a great uh, uh, asset for, for all of us, you know. He's yeah. quite famous, Victor yeah. Barner, Victor isn't Barner, he? Yeah. Yes, yes. And, and so he's... I think he was, he was Hungarian. Yeah, he was Hungarian. Jewish. He was everybody's hero, wasn't oh, he? I mean, in um, the novel and in the play, oh, they yes. all look up to him, yes, they aspire to be like him. Yes, 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 and yes. You, and you say he was a nice-looking chap, then? Oh, yeah, he was a handsome yeah. fellow, yeah. He was about my height, you know. Now tell yeah, me about yeah, China, okay. actually getting China. China was China. marvellous, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. what about that? China what? was wonderful because uh, in 1960, they played in 1959 in, in Dortmund in Germany, mm -hmm. where I also competed, but I didn't play against, they weren't in our group, so I didn't play in the team matches against, uh, against the Chinese. However, 
uh, one player did win the, the singles there and uh, he beats an American, a top American player, also Jewish, Dick, Dick Miles, who was uh, one of the star American players. And this guy should have beaten the Chinese and he didn't. He lost to him at, uh, you know, in the fifth game, very, very close. And the Chinese went on to win the, comp the, the competition. Now, in 61, which was two years later, because, because the, the, the World Championships were held biannually or, you know, yeah, every, every two years. Every other year, year. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. that is biannually. Yeah, okay. So it was held in China, and this was the first major international sporting event that uh, China had staged, you know. Mm. So really, it was a very big attraction, and there was a lot of publicity in the press because... None of the people who were going there had ever been to China. You couldn't get into China. It was a closed shop. I mean, we had an embassy there, you know. Uh, we, uh, in fact, I think it was Douglas Hurd. He was the, uh, the head of the, uh, the mission there or whatever. And so we went to what was then Peking. It's now Beijing. And we competed. And they'd built a special stadium uh, for these championships, which accommodated 25,000 people. And 25,000 people were watching three times a day. So you've got to visualize that. So in yeah. other words, there were no visible supports. It was in a cir circular, and the seats were arranged all around. Uh, but in those days, everything was very political. So various countries, um, America didn't play, for example, because uh, of the lack of contact or the, the bad feeling between. And also even uh, other countries uh, from the Soviet bloc uh, didn't attend because they... I don't know, we're not keen on the Chinese communism or something, but Russia played there. Oh. They were sort of on friendly terms. So it, it was qu quite well, um, you know, attended. People like, for, for example, from South America, and from Europe, all over Europe, but mainly the, I mean, France was there and Germany, of course, mm. and Belgium. But it was a wonderful experience, I mean, being in China. And you got to the Great Wall as well. Oh, yes, we went around the Great Wall. Mm. That, that was a marvellous experience. She was probably... A this lady in the picture was a jet, either Chinese or Japanese. Japanese, mm. I would suspect. Yeah. Yes, yes, because yeah, we played Japan in, in one of the earlier matches, yeah. And would yeah. you say there were quite a lot of Jewish players from countries where no. there would be or not? No, oh, no there weren't any really Jewish players. Oh, really? No, no. There's no Israeli team or anything oh, right. like only that, the whereas there are now. Yeah. Mm. Well, there was just myself. I mean, mm. I was the only one in there. Because it, oh. they, they only took uh, three players, really, because of the expense. Mm, of course. Uh, so... I was only the one of three, you know. In those days, I was, I think, ranked number two in, the, mm. in England. Wow. In, so how yeah. old were you? Uh, I think 25, perhaps. Mm. Yeah, something like that. Wow. 25. Yeah, let's just go back to yeah. this okay. bat. So that's, is it a special bat or a lucky no. bat or both? No. no. That, that was a cheap bat where, mm. where, where, where it was obtainable anywhere. You go into any sports shop and you buy a Varna bat. Mm. And, and because of the name, it's sold. And... I used to get them for free because, firstly, I was using it, and mm. and and the company wanted wanted everybody to know did. that. Yeah. Although I did for a while have my own bat with mm. my own name on it, it's mm. an autograph really? bat. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, that that was that didn't sell very well, you know, <laughs> and I didn't push it. Um, so that was the the, the Barnabat, and in fact, even on the covers, I think I've got. No, I don't have one now, but I had mm. a cover. It was a red mm. cover with Barna in white letters yeah. on the. 
so when we think of the 60s in Manchester, yeah. as well as thinking, I mean, they've got a picture of Billy J. Kramer yeah. here, yeah. we have to think about these young men who, who play table tennis, the Jewish boys who rock yeah. as well, in your way. Well, every, every, every Jewish club has a team, mm. you see. And also the fact that it's, it, it was a, a Jewish young man's sports, or even old man's. I mean, mm. you, you see, it's open to anybody. I played mm. as a junior and I played as an old man as well. I played till a few years ago. I was well in my 70s then. And I still had a good record, you know. So it's a game that you can play. It's only due mm. to various other conditions that I have that I've uh, been advised not to play. I have a sneaking yeah. suspicion if you played me, you'd yeah. beat me hands down. Anyway, well, I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't played would. for so long. Mm. Look, if I went on that table then, I played for two weeks. Mm. I'd, I'd acquire some skill again, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Actually, that brings up another very so, good yeah. question, yeah. which yes. is how much did you practice then? Oh, I played every day in the week mm. in those days. When I was at my best, mm. uh, I practiced maybe twice a week. Mm. Uh, that was at the city centre, Manchester, mm. uh, Manchester YMCA, mm. uh, which was the best place to play table tennis because everybody, you know, collected there. And everybody used it. And they had four tables in a very good room with very good lighting, good floor and everything. So it was fine. And also I used to go into the gym. I used to like to do some mm. physical exercise. I used to skip and I used to run around Gosh. the track. And I, w I must have been very fit. Yeah, I wish I could do it now. <laughs> fit in every meaning of the word. So it, yeah. do you think it's part of, it helped boys like you and possibly girls of their Jewish identity? Do you think you sort of... Or, or were you that way inclined anyway? Did you have a culturally or religiously Jewish background anyway? No, I had a, a very good early background, Jewish background. I still say prayers. I go to the synagogue mm. in the morning sometimes. So I've always been that way inclined. Mm. Uh, in fact, the, the teacher at the Haider wanted me to become a rabbi at one <laughs> oh. point. And of course, I, then, then I was sort of playing table tennis on a regular basis. And... Uh, I gave it all up, you know, mm. uh, but uh, they had they had high hopes for me. Do you think Manchester was a hotbed of, of table tennis? It, without question, it was, it was. What does this mean, this wonderful thing here, which has you at the top, men's yeah. singles, and that, that's the thing explaining that you what, won, is it, it there? It, it says Jay Ingber, programme of match. That is, right. that, that means was that, was winner. That a, Why did it say winner? Oh, England, Scotland. England. Oh, England, Scotland. England, England, Scotland, that was an international match. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think England seems to So won. the team was myself, mm. Burridge, and Alan Rhodes. Yeah, I know them all. Yeah, well, I played with them all my and, life. And the I England played once with her, that Miss, Miss P. Mortimer, Pam oh, right. Mortimer. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You don't remember anything about Pam Mortimer? Yeah, no, no not no. a lot. She lived in Birmingham. <laughs> I've lost... Uh, oh, is that the one you were talking about before? No, no. not... Well, I, I knew her, you know, and I used to see her at the tournaments and so on. And she was a good player. She, she wasn't, you know... Not Jewish, no. No, I just oh, wondered no, if she was no. gorgeous with beautiful legs, all this sort of stuff. No, no there were very... <laughs> not, there weren't so many like that, you know. <laughs> I don't know, the, do the, I? the girls with beautiful legs I met outside, outside the spectators, oh, okay. you know, or Fair something like that, you know. So that was the easier way, you know. Yeah. But the Swedish girls were always very pretty, and mm. German, and some French girls, you know. It doesn't sound too bad. Well, it was nice, it was nice. Now, As a young man, I, I, I enjoyed it all, you know. Mm. Now, finally, yeah, yeah. you've just seen the play. Yeah. What did play you make of the play? It was excellent, it was excellent. It was beyond my expectations. The, the whole thing, the, the direction, it was very slick. The ideas that they used, you know, showing him playing where there was no table involved, but um, 
uh, he was doing the actions, the backhand and the forehand. Yes, and you're and doing all, it as we and, speak. And it was very effective, mm. you know. Uh, and as I say, the, the storyline, it, it stuck to the book very, very mm. well, uh, which made it interesting. What did you think of the sound effects for the ping pong? Which Excellent, made by very not, clever. They were made by that. people actually making the noise into a yes, microphone. Yes, yeah, that's mm. right. Yeah, clever, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was very, very clever. Mm. Uh, and also the little bits and pieces, like the ball dropping from mm. the... Um, you or know, a string from the very, flies. Very, yeah, very, very, good. very clever. Mm. And, of course, my feeling was that, um, in association with the story, the table tennis was a very prominent part. Mm. They couldn't really display the market scenes and everything, but although they, they, they did do that well. Mm. So the, the whole thing... Uh, was extremely well produced. Education uh, of a Manchester, you remember, was it? Oh, absolutely. A Jewish Manchester. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Very much so. Yeah, mm. yeah. Very much so. You see, the whole point is, with any sport, there's a social tie-up as well, and that was a place we all went to there, Lapidus. Oh right, yes, they talked yeah, about yeah, that, yeah, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Scott, you can Laps. see it's they a used to call it Laps. Laps. So what is it? Yeah, it's Laps. a Lapidus. And that was, and noticed the Star of David I there. did notice the Star of David uh, on the all, shop front, And yeah. also, mm. uh, that was a place of where we used to meet up late at night. Because mm. in those days, few people had cars. Mm. And if you had a car, it was like a big bonus. And we used to uh, arrive there, say, 11-ish, or mm. uh, after the films, or after, you know, or even after a table tennis match. And we'd go there, and we'd have a sandwich, a pickled meat sandwich mm. with chips and cucumber and, you know, the usual. And also... Big social tie-up with everyone, which was lovely. <laughs>